Hello, my name is YTYMG and I welcome you all to Street Networks Podcast. On this podcast where we talk about anything relevant, trending topics, music, entertainment, and whatever is going on in the world. Huh. So what are we going to talk about today? Um, I'm going to shift the attention to my homeland, Ghana where I was born and raised before I moved to the U.S. There is a hot topic today about a lady, a couple, basically, who had twins and uh, the claims says the scans were incorrect. Basically, let me read this to you. Let me tell you what it is, okay? It says, Missing Twin Saga. 37 military hospital apologizes to couple. Claim scans were incorrect. Hmm. You already know this is coming. The 37 military hospital in Accra said that the ultrasound scans conducted on a woman before delivery were error-ridden. According to the hospital, the errors were detected after further inquisition into missing twin saga. This disclosure comes five days after the Ghanaian Times investigated the story published on Wednesday, January 18th. The hospital has therefore apologized to the couple and said the issue will serve as a wake-up call to the hospital, promising to release a result of an investigative report to the family this Friday. These were some outcomes of a meeting held on Monday with senior military officer, including chief staff at the general headquarters, GHQ, of the Ghana Armed Forces. Major General Nicholas Peter Andor and the family of Daniel Nau, husband of the woman who was expecting twins for a briefing at Bema Camp in Accra. Other top military officers present a little over an hour meeting, which was at the behest of Major General Andor, where Brigadier General Raymond Kwabna Ewusi, the Director General, Ghana Armed Forces Medical Services, Naval Commander Dr. Paul Yegbe, a urologist and surgeon at the 37 Military Hospital, and Major Alfred Topper, a member of the team set to investigate the issue. Hmm. These are some big names, though. You guys have position, so, hey, if you do your job correctly, because I like this one there, children are involved. Children who they ask come to this world, though. And parents are furious because this kind of mistake cannot be happening. Eh? Can you imagine? You, you, are, you are ready to receive your baby your babies in this world and like such a mistake happens. What the hospital that's supposed to nurture and take care of you through your most 
vulnerable moment this happens and not your fact this is a lawsuit waiting to happen and I don't know Ghana we like to come up with these excuses about oh, we didn't know or it was an error and it's a mistake on our part and we are sorry sorry is not going to fix the problem eh? we need to dig down into this matter Okay, Dr. Ali Sain, a senior obstetrician and gynecologist at the Tel Seven Military Hospital who performed the cesarean section that, that fateful day on September 8, 2022, was also present to respond to questions at the meeting. Charlie, this military guy, they know the play So make it no good to talk lies for them. Do what needs to be done and say the truth. Hey, before you find yourself in some matter where you're not going to dig yourself out of. Anyway, the four member family of Nau, led by the legendary Ghana goalkeeper John Nau, took turns to bombard Dr. Sain with questions on the supposed missing twin and the ultrasound scan taken at the hospital after 31 weeks. According to, to, to Dr. Sain, the hospital expected twins, as the scan has shown, but was surprised to see only one baby. How can that happen? Eh? I've never heard of this before. I've never heard of this before. When a hospital scans you, when you do the ultrasound, they see two heartbeats in the womb which indicates twins, which indicates two babies in the womb. And as you keep on going for ultrasounds, for them to check to make sure that the baby is healthy, their development is okay, all that is proof and evidence to show that you have more than one child growing in your womb. So how can they get this all misconstrued? I can look if, if if it was me. Hey 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 hey, you either prepare my child or <laughs> God will have to come to earth. God will have to come to earth and fix this problem if you cannot prepare my child. Because this doctor, now you know the kind of stories that will be going around here. Eh? <laughs> Don't let the non-believers get into this matter because juju. Come into the mix. They will bring Juju into the mix. Eh? Doctor, all the doctors out there, be careful. Me, per se, I have a problem with doctors. And my problem with doctors is sometimes doctors play guessing games. You go see a doctor, and when you listen carefully to the words that are coming out of the doctor's mouth, that, that speaks so many volumes. When you have a problem and you go, sometimes the doctors cannot actually tell you what your problem is. They, they play guessing games, they'll be like, I think it is this, I think it is this, let's run a test on this and see if it is this. You're a doctor, you're the one with the knowledge. I didn't go to doctor school, you're the one with the knowledge. So if I'm paying you for my health, I don't want you to play guessing games with my health, right? I need you to tell me exactly what it is. Now this, you run a scan which indicates that they are supposed to have twins. 
So how can you get that mixed up? Ho 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 ho. This one there, big story, yo. Big story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Hmm. He blamed the situation on a flawed diagnosis first conducted at the Sarika Diagnostic Service in Accra that suggested that the woman, Miss Audrey Ejap Ejapon, was carrying double fetus. Double fetuses. Responding to a question, Dr. Singh conceded that the second scan done at 37 Military Hospital was also error-ridden, insisting that only one baby was delivered. Oh, oh yeah, you did lie through your garden teeth, man. You did, you are lying through your teeth. So at this point, it is not just one location that you did a scan at all. Because now that I'm reading this thing, it is even telling me more, huh? You, first off, <laughs> oh yeah, your license should be suspended. You the doctor, me, that's how I feel. Your license should be suspended. You should get some time because you have a missing child. Own up to it and say you did a mistake and you don't know where the child is. At least tell the truth. Let the doctor, let the hospital conduct a search of all babies that were released from that time to now. Go back. Even if they have to run DNA tests, even if they have to run DNA tests on all babies that were released since then to now to find that baby, they have to do it. But you're lying through your teeth saying that she didn't have twins when both tests from two different hospitals shows that she was supposed to have twins and you're claiming that both were errors. So first off, you're telling me that, hmm, this is, this is the part where, you see, this is why I always say that you cannot trust human beings. Human beings in particular, hmm. You cannot trust human beings, oh. Human beings. <laughs> if you live in this world long enough to see the way people will lie and will do things to get to the top or to get more money, they will step over their own fellow human beings. They say, I'm uh, ants, ants and maggots. They'll step over them just to get to the top. So heartless. And this doctor, Huh? This doctor, eh? <laughs> his his problem his problem is even killing me because you said that you conducted a test at the Serica Diagnostic Service in Accra that suggested that the woman Miss Audrey Ejampon was carrying double fetuses, double fetuses, a test from Serica Diagnostic Service in Accra suggested that she was carrying double fetuses. And a second test from 37 Military Hospital also showed that she was carrying double fetuses. And now you're claiming that both tests from two different locations are errors? Oh yeah? Oh, Jesus Christ, oh, what has this world come to? You stole somebody's baby and probably... Oh. This is where we, this is where the thoughts, this is where the thoughts of organ, organ transplant and organ um, missing organs come in play. This is where people's mind begin to wonder because so many questions are in play right now. Is the baby missing because you guys killed the baby? 
Is a baby missing because you did a mistake and one baby survived and the other baby died and you just slipped the, slipped the baby away and told the baby and told the woman she only had one child? Is it a matter of that somebody has more money and their child is going through health crisis and this child came out perfectly healthy so you have switched babies? Or is it that you just told the second baby so that you can so that you can't take the organs as a transplant for another baby? Or is it that you just got paid to give somebody's baby away? All these questions are in play because these are all malpractices of doctors that are known to the world. Doctors are supposed to be the ones to nourish you to health, take care of you. They're supposed to be the most heartwarming, self, selfless, caring people. But when, doc when you hear stories of doctors doing stuff like this, it becomes a problem. Now, I'm not saying that he's guilty because I'm not judge, jury, and executioner. But I'm just picking my mind and I'm saying that, hey, doctor, this is not looking good on you. It is not looking good on you on any aspect. <laughs> but we are human. <laughs> Such errors are bound to occur, he says, and will be guided by this going into the future. He quoted. When contacted yesterday, technical director and radiologist of the Serica Diagnostic Center, Dr. Eric Otu Dankwa, was alarmed at the contention of 37 military hospitals, saying his outfit did his outfit did due diligence in arriving at its results. <laughs> we are not saying we are infallible. But in the best of our knowledge, we are diligent in every way. It's unfortunate that they came to that conclusion. I have my contact numbers on my scan report in the possessions of Ms. Ejampong. Ms. Ejampong. <coughs> so they could have called to cross-check if they had any doubts. Dr. Otudankwa told the Ghanaian Times. <laughs> now it has become a question of integrity. You know, we live in a country where we are still developing. And I will... So at this point, you know, I'm just going, look, I'm not going to speak on this matter too much, but I'm just going to say this, the doctor, you better have a very good excuse if you don't want to face no jail time or be, or lose your license basically and never be able to practice doctoring again. And the clinic, you know, where the first scan was done, um, they also need to be able to provide results, the test results, which, technically speaking, were provided. 
because I'm looking at the ultra scan pictures over here and the ultra scan pictures show that you have two fetuses so whether you like it or not you have some explanation to do and you have another baby to produce a missing baby and I'm just going to leave it as that you know there are certain things or certain cases when you look at them it's just black and white and there are no in-betweens just accept your wrongdoings and just accept the fact that you got paid more to do something you was not supposed to do and we'll leave it as that I'm not judge, jury, and executioner, but these are my thoughts. Hmm. Let's move on, eh? What else are we going to talk about today? Hmm. Truly, truly, what else are we going to talk about today? When we are talking about stories, eh? It surprises me how the cap, uh, Pope Francis and the church It surprises me how they always... Are you supposed to be a religion or are you supposed to be the, the, a, the, a mass pleaser? I don't understand that. It's either you're a mass pleaser or you are a man of religion. You cannot be both. You cannot try to please the masses and try to be a man of religion at the same time. And this is where I see these things happening and it's, it's pretty much confusing you know let me put it this way in the bible it says god destroyed sodom and gomorrah why because of all the adultery and the homosexuality and stuff that was going on right so why would a well-known basically the biggest church in the world that's supposed to be the church representing Christ. You know? It's like everybody look up to this church. You know what I'm saying? But how can one who's supposed to be spreading the word of God and in the Bible it says that no no homo, basically like no homosexuality you know what i'm saying no fornicating that should, that should not commit adultery follow the ten commandments and you you know what i'm talking about you know and now pope francis is saying that homosexuality is not a crime then god bend out sodom and gomorrah because of that i have nothing against gay people facts and that's true but let's stick to the facts okay if you are going to preach the word of God, you should preach the word of God to the to the T. There's no ifs, whens, and buts about it. The word of God is the word of God. It's just that simple. You cannot take the word of God and make it your own. That is why I'll call. That is what I'll call faking it. Because now you just you're looking for a sweet spot. To please everybody and that's not what it should be you understand i mean as i got older i started reading more and started watching more documentaries and started learning more about history and i've come to learn that i've come to learn a whole lot about the background of the catholic faith you know back in the back in the days when 
you know the church used to have knights ride on horses go down go from town to town inst- instilling the fear of god in, ch- in, in in villages and towns that wouldn't accept the word of god from the catholic church if they were pagans they they did what they had to do you know what i'm saying they, they enforce their will onto cultures and turn them into Christians. You follow the history and you would see, and you know what I'm talking about. And that is why today the Catholic Church is so massive. It's worldwide. And actually speaking, it is like the richest church in the world. The biggest and richest church in the world. Period. So you cannot be running around and, make, and messing up the word of God and thinking it's okay. It's not. God not say homosexuality is okay. We humans dead. Humans are not God. I'm not saying homosexuality is a fucking crime or, or none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that neither. I'm just saying that if you're gonna say the, if you're gonna speak the facts, speak the facts for what it is. The Bible says it shouldn't be. So therefore, if you're gonna be sp- spreading the word of God, you should make sure that you explain the word of God to the T. You understand what I'm saying? You gotta call a spade a spade. You cannot you cannot call a spade an axe. You cannot call an axe a spade. And that's what he's doing. That's what Pope Francis just did. You understand? Oh, there's a this world that we live in, man. Everybody's trying to please everybody. When COVID came around, there were gov- there were some governments that were trying to please the people by saying, okay, you you could come out with masks from this time to this time. If you're somewhere where there's not too many people, you could walk around with masks. Nigga, that's why we still got COVID today. Because you guys didn't take the precautions that you needed to take to the T. Trying to please the people. Lifting the restrictions ahead of time. Politicians doing all these, like trying to please the people for votes. Shit is killing my soul. Like, it really kills my soul when 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 I see... People not doing what they do, what what they're supposed to do, and they're just doing it to please the people for some votes or to stay in power or just to please people. Don't do things to please people. Do things because it's the right thing to do. Just that simple. Shit. I will will kill myself over if I had to please somebody instead of doing the right thing. I'll do the right thing first before I please your ass. I'll do the right thing first before I please you. Okay? Pleasing you is the next thing in line from doing the right thing. Because guess what? If I don't do the right thing myself, my ass is going to be on the line. So why would I jeopardize me for you? And that is what it is. Nobody should ever jeopardize themselves for another. Just my word. And that's how I see the world. The only time you jeopardize yourself for another... As if it's your child, your family, your better half. You're supposed to protect that. That you see, I'm 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 going way off course right now. Let's let's get back on topic. You see. Do the right thing. 
And that's all it comes down to. Huh. Now, what else are we going to talk about now? Hmm? Oh boy. You know, when I say certain things, and I really mean it, Ghana, we have all these services to make our country a better place, right? But what I think we don't do the most is maintain our services. And what I mean by that is this. We have all these bright ideas and we do implement them to work. But what we don't do or what I don't see a lot of people do is follow up on the implementation that you put in play and make sure that it continues, the machine that you put in play to make things run, continues to run the way it's supposed to. If it needs grease, give it some grease so you don't hear the machine squeaking, right? It's just the same, th the same thing applies to life. If you have a boat on the water that carries people from point A to point B, you want to make sure that that boat is safe. There's no holes on that boat. There's no way that boat is going to rock and sink. You know, there's no way that boat is going to flip over. And when the boat is going, oh, what do you do? You maintain it or you buy a new one. You take, you take the boat out of the water, take it for services, you know, let them service the boat, fix it to make sure that the boat still runs and it's still safe for the people because at the end of the day, you're using this boat to carry lives, human lives. And human lives is precious. Human lives is not something you can buy, okay? If you could have bought human life, then basically we would have been making humans in a laboratory. Feel me? So this story kills me and it breaks my heart to hear that eight people, eight people drown in Volta Lake. Why? Eight people drown in the Volta Lake. Eight school children have drowned in the Volta Lake following the capsizing of a boat on which they were traveling. According to National Disaster Management, NADMO, the deceased were among 20 people who were in the boat traveling from Atikagom to Wayokope, where their school is located. 12 people managed to swim to safety. The eight disease NADMO says comprises five boys, three girls, between the ages of five and 12. Oh, Jesus Christ, uh, I can cry right now because I have a five-year-old kid. I have an eight-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son. So I can cry right now to all the parents. I can cry right now. I can relate to all the parents right now who have lost their children, how heartbreaking this is. And the thing that kills me the most is that they, there's no way this school can compensate them for this. All they can say is, I'm sorry, provide, and probably try to come up with money and pro to provide them with funeral services and stuff like that. But where? <laughs> this, this is, this is going to be so exhausting. Mentally, physically, emotionally, to these families.
it's gonna take a toll on this family not just for a week for years to come years to come and i'm saying this because i know from personal experience losing people in your life how it hurts how it still affects you and how it will always affect you i know from personal experience I've not been around too many funerals because I don't really like funerals, but I do know from personal experience how this hurts. Because when I was at my, at my lowest, when I was at my lowest point in life, the only friend that looked out for me allowed me to come around and looked out for me till I got back on my feet. When I heard he got killed, Somebody just walked up to him and shot him in his neck and killed him. I can cry right now. It still hurts me. It still hurts me today to know that his mother is still in agonizing pain because that was her only son. Can you imagine having daughters and your only baby boy is killed that is the kind of pain these families are going through I can relate because I've lost family members I can relate to this I can relate because when I was a child I almost drowned if not because of that I don't even know his name but it was a good Samaritan who saw me drowning in my clean damp in Bogatanga? I don't even know if I, I, I don't even remember if I ever told my parents this, but yes, I, I almost drowned in my clean damp in Bogatanga. Somebody saw me drowning, a, strange, a, a, a local fisherman who was fishing in the, uh, in, in, in the damp saw me drowning and pulled me out. So I can relate to this. And this is why it hurts me because in Ghana, all I see people do is be so hungry for money. You will take money from people and don't even ensure the safety. Trot, trot, the thing will fall up. You get, you get luggages for the top. Hey, the, the car looks like if you, if you, if you go too fast, a bit pija, the front of pija, hey, and the car will somersault. Yeah, until right now, <laughs> these people are saying, yeah, the scene, the scene, East District Director of NADMO, Ibrahim Wudonyim, told Graphic Online that before they got to the accident scene, some community members and Marine Police had managed to retrieve all eight bodies from the lake. He explained that the incident happened around 7 a.m. on Tuesday and that the boat capsized midway. The bodies have been sent to Atigonum, I mean, Atigome fishing community 
the community has been thrown into mourning, shock, fear, as a result of the incident. And that's true. Why shouldn't they? Because this is, this is a, this, to me, this is a crime. This is a crime. And the reason I say it's a crime is not because of the, uh, because just people died. It's because of the maintenance of these fishing boats. If it's not safe for human lives, human beings shouldn't be on it. The same applies to all our traveling services out there. Ghana police on the streets out there need to ensure the safety of the people. Therefore, if you see a tipper truck, a trotro, all these transportation services, if you see them overload themselves like that, uh, you, you can tell that it's not safe because somewhere down the line on, on, on the road, hey, if one car make a wrong move and this driver behind that steering wheel uh, gets nervous and, 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 and turns the steering wheel the wrong way, the whole car will somersault and would not just injure themselves or all the people in that car, but will also injure other cars in the area, other people in the area, and the surrounding areas and people. Human lives are precious and we need to maintain the precious, the preciousness of human life. We cannot have, we cannot have the love of money over humans. Money can be printed. Human beings cannot. You lose money today, you can make money tomorrow. You lose a human being today, they're gone forever. Do you understand the concept? That's why we are doing what we do. Now, so there's a thin line between human life and money. And these days, I realize that anybody will sell you a dream. Will sell, hey, Charlie, if they, can, if, they can, if they can plug your mind, if they can take your mind out of your head so that you, you are brainless, so they can sell your body the world. The, because the, these days, that's what everybody wants. They, they, they want to say, they want to say like, Obia ye tujmi. Hey, hop inside. Don't even think about your own safety. So my my thing to everybody is don't be quick to jump on everything. And don't be quick to get in line for everything. Me, I have a thing that I do to, to be safe. And my thing is I'm never the first in line for everything or anything. Hey. New Apple Apple Watch come out. I'm not buying it all. I don't care about being the first to, to have it. I don't care about being the first to have it. I know I have the money to buy, it, but I'm not gonna buy it because of safety reasons. Let the let the first let the first test dummies go and go and buy it. If the watch don't blow up on their hand because of the batteries, one year later, I, I hear no complaints from the company and, and from consumers about the watch being having problems, then I'll spend my money on it. Because I'm not gonna spend, I'm not gonna be the first in line to spend my money on something that might have problems or might not work the right way or might blow up in my face. 
You remember that time when all the Samsung, the new Samsung phones were just blowing up? If you plug them in and you overcharge, the whole thing will just catch on fire? Take a lesson from that. And you remember those times, hey, uh, hey, the new shoes are coming out. Hey, people will join the line. They will join line outside the store. Hey, you see this, the line go all the way around the store. I'm a bit dab on thing. Just because they want to be the first to wear the new shoe. Hey, that's a swag life. But you see, me, I'm the swag papa. But you never see me do something like that for swag. No. No. No, 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 no. That's how you get killed fast, stampede. Because the doors open, everybody they rush in. Now you you end up in the hospital, eh? Because somebody break your leg. <laughs> or, or some TV fall for your top, eh? Or something happen. Never, there's no rush in life. Always use your brain. Think first before you jump into action. And for our fellow human beings out there, my message to you is human life is precious I understand that everybody wants money I understand that everybody wants to make money and I understand that everybody's hungry maybe not everybody the rich people the rich people are never hungry because they have money to feed themselves but majority of the people are hungry I see it when I'm in the streets I see it when I have to watch people hustle. When you have to send your eight-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old child to the streets with a pan on their head with oranges, tomatoes, or eggs, uh, banana, water, to sell on the streets. That's how I know the people are struggling because a child should be in school, but instead the child is on the streets selling to help mommy and daddy make ends meet. That's how you know the people are struggling. Everybody needs survive to survive. Yes, I understand that. But we shouldn't do it at the expense of our own people or at the expense of our own lives. This is what the white man looks up to. And when they see this, and they take advantage. We cannot go from physical slavery to mental slavery because the white man has developed the art of mental slavery now. Oh, we, we wanted to be out of physical slavery. They did that. Martin Luther King died for that. Black people died for that. Our ancestors died for that. They died for that freedom. But you see, Obroni, Obroni never knows how to let go. Because once they have a grip on you, hey, if they can fist their hand all the way through your asshole to come out their, your mouth, so that they can know that they have you for the rest of their life, they would. And you will be their slave for the rest of their life. But they will laugh in your face and, and drink beers with you and laugh in your face and play friendship with you. But think about it. Who are you really a slave to? Yourself? Or the white man. When we sell all our companies to the white man, what are we doing? We are telling them to come and take our natural resources. For what? For half a dime of what it's worth? Are we so much in distrust of our own people that we cannot 
think that our own people can run things better than the white man? Look at the greatest inventions on earth. How many of these greatest inventions were made by, white, by black, black, black people? And we never got credits for them because the white man stepped in and took credit for the black man's inventions. Hmm? Like the light bulb, telephone. Those are the examples of black creations that were taken over the white man, that were taken over by the white man. The white man got the credit for that. Connedison, Mr. Connedison, a white man, got the credit up to today. They say that's the biggest company, one of the biggest companies in America, Connedison. A white man. But who actually made Connedison, that company, survive? Who actually brought the idea to that company to become Mr. Electricity? Connedison is an electricity company. But who actually brought that vision to life? It was a black man who died poor, broke and poor because the white man took the credit and made all the money for himself. We need to wake up. Black owned, that's what we need to do. Black excellence, that's what we need. Pan-Africanism, that's what we need. Kwame Nkrumah started something. John Mahama continued it. And it's still going on today. Let's bring all our black people back home. It doesn't matter where they're from. They are us, we are them. We've been separated for way too long. Let's all come together and put our minds as one. If we do that, nobody can come against the continent of Africa. These are words that the white men don't want to hear. I've spoken my piece. And there's no, this nothing about racism. Because I'm not a racist, but I'm just picking the facts for what they are. And I'm sorry that I had to use the word white man. Because when we look at our history, I'm sorry. It's just what it is. White man. What white people. The kind of shit they did to us, you can never forget. And they try to erase our history from the books. They don't even teach them in schools in the Americas. Their kids going to school in America and they don't even know the history of where they come from because the schools wouldn't teach their culture. So when we say in Ghana, we look at our fellow African-Americans in America and we're like, hey, I'm up at Valenzo. And they are this, they are that, they are this, they are that. We should think about how they are being treated. At, they are being treated like nobodies, less than human beings. Why is that? Because in the mind of the white man, they are still slaves. It doesn't matter how, how much freedom you got. Let a white woman call the police right now and say that a black man did something. It doesn't matter what a black man said. He'll be lucky if he gets out. He, he, he'll be lucky if he gets out alive. And this is the problem. And I'm speaking from experience because I've had problems too with the police. So I can speak on that. I've dipped, I've dipped and dabbed in both worlds. I was born in Ghana and raised in Ghana. I came to America and I. Uh, 
pretty much as a young boy did some things I wasn't proud of, run the streets. And that's how I learned how things are. That's what opened my eyes to the truth. That if you are somebody with no status, if you're somebody, a black person with no status, nobody, no help, poor, trying to figure out a way to make it, they have this system called welfare, which is basically designed to entrap you so you can never get out of it. You live under them. They provide for you. And it requires you to do the most minimum so you can stay underneath them. The moment you make a little bit more money, guess what? They want all of that money. They're gonna garnish it. So guess what? The, the moment you come into a little bit of money that you think you can get yourself out of the system, they take it away. So you still end up in the system. So you see how they trap you? Mentally, this is what I'm talking about. Human life is precious. We should cherish it. Look out for each other. Look out for our fellow siblings, our fellow brothers, our fellow sisters. Even if we don't know them and we see them struggling, let's be of helping hands. Cause you never know the person you help out today might be the person to help you out tomorrow. I've said my piece. I'm a cut it short today. Thank you for listening to Street Networks. We could take this another day. Until then, love life, be nice to one another, and peace be unto you all.